Hey, it's Wednesday. Welcome to the Backyard Blitz. Man, I'm so excited to talk about all the free agency stuff. Kind of start to turn our attention to the draft a little bit. But I know it's been an action-packed week for you guys. Slick, I know you've been training your kids. And Drew might have a a fun little announcement for us, uh, for those of us who don't know. So I can't wait to hear it all. Boys, how you doing? What's up, BP? What up, Ricky? What's going, man? What's going been a busy week in uh in the NFL been a busy week in personal life you know a lot of uh a lot of happenings I know I teased a little announcement last week that I couldn't dwell on yet but I can dwell on it now for those of you who uh were following me on uh Twitter and stuff like that I do I told you guys I was gonna be back on the sideline this year I said it earlier this 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 season and I finally found myself a job. Uh, took a head coaching job here in South Jersey at a, at a local high school near my house. So I will be back on the sideline wearing the big whistle. Hell yeah, my dude. Congrats. <laughs> yeah. I just came from a workout. We just had our uh, second workout. We started yesterday. Uh, we Wednesday nights, we I am, implemented a, a nighttime workout. So, uh, so the kids who were playing like spring sports and stuff like that could show up because a lot of these kids are – uh, playing spring sports, so they're not able to come to the after-school workout. So we do a Wednesday night workout, so I kind of drove straight through and um, just got done with that and wrapped up, man. We had about 35 kids. That's a little small up. school, man. It was good good energy. Had the music going. I'm getting my uh, <clears throat> my coaching voice back, so if yeah. I uh, start squeaking a little bit, uh, you guys up. know why, man. But it feels good to be Congrats. back, and I'm excited Salute. to that's awesome, man. I, I thought you looked a little sweaty there, so I knew that you were. I do. You know, this is this ain't hair gel. This is this is pure uh, sweat and uh, grease from the cheesesteak I had on the way home, real quick. But, um, <laughs> nice, nice. That's awesome, man. Well, hey, home. congrats. Uh, obviously, we're really excited for you. Um, we got another team to follow on the show. Yeah, you know? man. We got yeah. Slicks team. We got Gateway follow. Gators, we baby. Yours. Gateway Gators. I love it. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, Slick man, what's what's going on with you, dude? What's uh, what's going on with with your kids, with your program? Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, same old, same old. Uh, we getting more a little bit in depth as far as the high school team goes. We getting a little bit more in depth with uh, install. Um, and as far as rise goes, we had a training today. We're getting ready to go to Chicago Friday morning for a tournament. And why would where you guys go? Uh, Chicago. I think we're gonna. If I'm not Why? mistaken, while we're there, I think we're gonna visit Northwestern too. You're going all the way to Chicago. Yeah, we travel, man. We got to get That's these great. kids experience. You're gonna meet Larry. Man. You're gonna meet Larry out there, Larry. You gotta go recruit some of them kids for the for for your team. They could use the help, man. They, they, they need could. to see it. They need to see it. That's good, man. That's that's, that's crazy. Cool. They're going all over. You guys are going all over the country. You guys fundraise for that, or how does that work? Like, I was gonna you, ask. Kids, I was gonna ask the same thing. Like, how does that work? Stuff, man. Yeah, fundraise. Uh, just we were actually they don't we we do charge them. You know what I'm saying? We do charge. Yeah, sure. A fee, but it's also a business. we it's a business. <laughs> I mean, it, we do fundraise as well. Um, just being in partnership with people, giving donations, whatever the case may be. Sure. We just make it happen. Make it happen how we make it happen, man. That's awesome, man. That that's pretty cool. Well, you have to. Uh, you're gonna have to keep us 
uh, up to date with what's going on with your with your trip next week. Uh, maybe take some pictures or whatever we can bring on the show. Man, I'll uh, tell you, we get back, with the three awesome. of us, we got a lot going on. BP starting a new job. Man, Ricky going you. all over the country. Yeah, Drew got a Drew back on the sidelines wearing a big whistle. I know it's pretty cool. We're I know. I, I know. I I can't wait to see when the prophet comes back. I mean, I never know when he's gonna just pop in. And... What? Oh, wait a second. Guy, a guy, man. Oh, hey, hey, what's happening? Uh, I'm sorry. I I heard a lot of commotion outside. I thought maybe it was the guys in the white suits, man. I I just had a break out of the freaking psych ward this afternoon. Oh, my gosh. I'm I'm so off this... I'm all discombobulated, man. I, man, I got a story to tell you. So right off the get go, yeah. The older, our older viewers will enjoy this. Uh, some of the hipper, younger ones will. But I, I was going to get results of my test on Monday, and it's 75 degrees here in Tennessee. You know, beautiful sunny day. I've, I'm pulling my my best Brad Wesley, you know, gig from Roadhouse, man. I'm driving down the highway in my 87 Mustang GT ragtop. Air's hitting me. Freaking five-man electrical bag comes on the radio. And if you guys, for the guys that don't know, Signs was the name of the song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm going crazy, man. I'm in and out of traffic. I'm singing at the top of my lungs, man. And... <laughs> I get to the hospital where my doctor's at, and I'm bleeding profusely from the throat. And I go in and I tell the guy, I tell the doc what happened, and he takes care of my throat. And the next thing I know, there's guys coming in to take me to the freaking psych ward. I said, "What's the matter? You know, do you like the Tesla version better? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like what?" <laughs> and he says, "Anybody that does something like that to, to themselves is crazy." I'm like. I'm not crazy. I was just into it, you know. And I, needless to say, even if we get cremated together, I'm never going to warm up to this guy. <laughs> but oh boy. But oh, anyhow, boy. <laughs> man, it's great to be back around the table with you guys. Uh, it, it's. I was wondering whether it was ever going to happen or not, and. I'm yeah. so glad that you're back. Yeah. I I'm super pumped that you're back. back it's yeah, absolutely. It's it's good. To, I mean, I'm glad that you escaped the psych ward. You know, well, I, I had I gotta no keep... idea what Tony Three Thumbs was gonna do. I have no idea what any. I, I haven't. Like maybe you just had a good bad good nod to you. you know? I haven't talked to them in a little while, you know, because I hadn't need their services, and also, you know, I'm kind of on my own here tonight. That's why, you, you know. Take... I, hey, you not... better take that bracelet off because I think they have trackers in that bracelet. Oh, oh yeah, maybe they sure. do. Okay, well, there. It's gone. <laughs> you know what? I should probably though. take this thing on. Hold on a second. All right. Oh, yeah. Ah. 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 Okay, man. Right. OG is back Woo. in full effect. Back, man. Man. back and ready to roll. Yes, sir. 
Back. Back. Yeah. back in full effect. Queen hey, BP, let me be good. serious here for a second, okay? Um, you got it. You got you it. You know, uh, considering, and nobody know. I mean, everybody knows something was going on. Nobody knows what. But considering, you know, what what happened with my father, the late great prophet senior, and uh, the fact that I smoked two packs of Marlboro Reds and one pack of Willie Golds for the last 40 years, yeah, I was a little concerned. I had some shit going on, uh, some stuff going on with my throat. But I'm happy to say that all biopsies came back benign, and I have nothing to worry about moving forward for the time hey, being anyhow. So That's what's yeah. up. Congratulations, man. I know we were... We've been texting and stuff like that, and you know, I've been I've been concerned. I know all of us were, you know, kind of sending out positive vibes and just kind of waiting to to see how it's going. And that's obviously the best news uh, that could happen. So uh, glad you're back, glad you're healthy, and uh, you know, we can we have a nice long run run with this, Prophet. Yes, sir. Well, the you know the the power of positivity, the grace of God, prayers, and from my family and friends and. You know, I, I've been watching the shows sometimes on Wednesday night. Sometimes I'm watching it afterwards and just seeing all the comments from the Blitz Nation. I mean, uh, everybody's been great, and this was a team effort getting me through this, and uh, I can't thank everybody enough. That's awesome, man. Well, yeah, I mean, your family, you're here. You know, you're part of the Blitz Nation, part of the family. We we uh, love to, to, to hear that great news. So it's the first time, I mean – you know, anything that comes back negative when it comes to a biopsy is always a positive. So it's, yes, it's you know, as Larry's pointing out here in the in the Absolutely. comments, so that's that's fantastic. Well, while you were, you know, taking care of yourself and and making sure you're healthy, I know that you had your ear to the ground. I know that there's nothing that's getting by the profit when it comes to all these free agent acquisitions. So I'm excited to talk about. That wave one of free agency, the winners and losers, right? So we, there was a big buildup for free agency. Then it was, you know, players coming off the board. And now it, it looks like, you know, it's kind of slowed down. That everything's kind of pointing towards the draft now uh, before some of these bigger names are going to get signed. So I'm excited that we can talk about the first wave of, of free agency and, and the winners and losers. So I know that you're prepared. I know that you're ready. And uh, I'm excited to talk about it. So uh, Drew, I know that you've been studying up all night. You know, yeah. you've been you've been ready. You've been, been ready studying for this. up. I've been. I got a midterm <laughs> that I'm in the middle of right now. Eight pages that I, eight pages on dodgeball. How do you, oh, how do you write eight pages on dodgeball? <laughs> I mean, man, becoming a phys ed teacher isn't easy. You know, got to worry about. Uh, Did you watch rules. the movie? <laughs> what is that? It's dodge, dive, duck, duck, dip, dip, and dive dodge. and uh, dodge. Right? Yeah. Dodge, so, yeah. Uh, it's it's it ain't easy. Uh, studying all these rules of dodgeball. But uh, as far as free agency goes, maybe not so much studying as I should have done. So we'll we'll swing it to somebody else uh, to start us off here. <laughs> yeah, I had to. Uh, Drew, you always give me so much so much crap. I had to throw it to you first. Yeah, well, no. let's start it off with uh, Slick. Slick, who's your winner uh, of free agency as far as, you know, that first wave? What team do you think got dramatically better over the last couple weeks with, with their additions? Uh, I would have to say the Bears. I think the Bears. Um, the Bears. The yeah. Bears. The Bears. I mean, Bears. Me for me, I don't. I don't know exactly like from the first guy to all the way to the end who they got, but the fact of what they had and didn't have last year, the fact that they and they had the what the, the biggest cap 
uh space yeah. or whatever the case may be the most money they actually spent it on some stuff like like they should have they didn't spend it on like a long snapper and a uh, uh, extra point holder and a place kicker and like they actually spent some money to, to get uh Jeffrey some uh some help. Yeah, got field some help. They got yeah, uh, they got some receivers now, right? They yeah. traded down in the draft and got a boatload of picks for it. So yeah, overall, to see what they're they, going to do with that pick. Yeah, exactly. So wherever they started, you know, free agency with they made that trade. They, they made some acquisitions. They their defense seems to be getting better. Their yeah. offense seems to be getting better. So overall, I do like that. Uh, you know how how they've been, you know, with their free agent acquisitions and how they've been maneuvering with that top pick. So uh, still I gotta like put that. it together though. They still have yeah. to put it together. And that's the whole thing about the off season, right? Like you can yeah. have all these pieces of the puzzle, but it doesn't mean it doesn't always equate to wins. What was it? The Philadelphia Eagles had a, they, they signed all these free agents. What was this like 10 years ago? Yeah. And Vince Young went out there and said, Hey, yeah, this is like the dream team. And then they went out and I, I don't think they oh even made God, the playoffs. I forgot Vince Young was on the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like the rip McRib at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Only a short hold on, hold, time. Hold on, hold on. Uh, I said, we, I said, we don't have anything to argue about during free agency. What is the problem that you have with the McRib? I knew Nothing. that you were going to get Drew's attention. As soon <laughs> I don't have anything. I, I, I love the McRib. I, I thought I, you were trying I, to I say like, that it's bad. No, I was saying as if it was it was for a limited time. McDonald's oh, down here. I don't know I about where you are, but in Florida, they don't sell it they throughout the year. It's gone forever. They, they don't sell the it throughout the year. The last time they brought it back, like a couple months ago, um, is the last time they're having it, which I'm upset about because I That's enjoy right, that know, nice. You remember that? Well, there, there's a shortage on kangaroos in Australia. That's why they can't. That's why they can't sell it anymore. So I'll tell you what, that McRib with the that little slab of pork and slather it in barbecue sauce with a couple pickles and some onions, man. There ain't nothing I better. I, 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 don't know, I don't know if that's sandwich. pork. I don't know that barbecue sauce was, dressed, it was covering what it actually was. That's I don't even know I if it is really a McRib. You could probably call it a Mick something else. Right. McRib with a large fry, it was good. If anybody ever talks mess on the McRib, I got a problem with them. No, I wasn't talking bad about it. I was just no, saying no. it's for a limited time. That's how. I'm oh, and I guess you get a shamrock shake with it too, right, Slinger? Well, yeah, a couple too many shamrock shakes. To it, <laughs> I am, I am a fan of those, although they have kind of. I heard they were good. I, I, haven't, I haven't tasted one yet. Yeah, I, I don't really. I like them a lot in my younger days, but not so much anymore. McDonald's Shamrock. was just different in the younger days. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's different. Like even Dude, we were talking even like about we were talking about it at work. Like, and I would talk about it with a couple of the older guys at work. Like they're like, you know, probably profits age or a little bit older, and they're like, oh, God, McDonald's used to be. We just get like, them back. Fast, we just get yeah. them back. Yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> fast food used to be like a delicacy when they were ki- when they were kids. Like you didn't get fast food all the time. Like fast food was a treat. Like maybe it after was. a ball game or something like that, it's it something you get. Every now and then. Now yep. it's like you live on it. We get fast. Yep. I I eat. We eat out more than we eat in. It's crazy. Yep. Like and not for nothing. It's probably a little bit cheaper, honestly. But dude, we have we're we're eating every night something different. It's it's crazy because it, I guess you know growing up, it was more of a of a treat you know than yeah. a, than it a, was than something that you rely on. But it's the world we live in, dude. Sports uh, time. We got podcasts to do. I ain't got time to cook a meal on a Wednesday night. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I tell you what, man. I you know I cooked a nice steak dinner tonight. I'm proud of it. But I will tell you, I have some really great memories of my mother ordering 
me and my sister some McDonald's. We'd be sitting there in the back and through those intercoms, you know, the old school intercoms. Yeah. You just couldn't hear. Like, they would have the full-on order. I'm sorry, can you repeat that? I'll never forget my mom getting super passive aggressive. I'll have a number. <laughs> like, it's just like, and I guess this is how adults act. We can talk about fast food all night if you want. I'll tell you what, man. Ah, I'm a big Taco is, Bell fan, is, man. Yeah, I love all it. Right, let's go. Profit, <laughs> winner of free agency for you. Who who do you think uh, came out on top and as far as really improved their team uh, over the last couple of weeks? Well, uh, I, I ended up going with the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. Mm. I mean, uh, they traded up. They got the number one pick in the draft now. Um, based on the fact that they picked up Andy Dalton, I think that means they're probably going to be going after Bryce Young, and they may give him some time to adjust to the leg. Um, they lost Deontay Foreman, but they gained Miles Sanders. Yeah, that's a I big pickup, huge pickup, especially up, after losing McCaffrey. Right when they lost McCaffrey last I year, I was surprised. Man. I was, I'm still surprised that the Eagles let just. I don't know. I guess they had to. But. I'm surprised with some of these guys that the Eagles have just let walk. You yeah. know, and there's there's one that I'm going to bring up here shortly. But a, that, that's a great pickup for the for the Panthers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They lost. I mean, they lost DJ Moore, who some think he's a one. I actually think he's a two. And they picked, up, like a lot. Yeah. they picked up Adam Thielen in his place, but he's not. Adam Thielen is definitely not as good as DJ Moore at this stage of his career. But well, speaking um, of Thielen, did you hear? Option, though. Did you hear yeah. what he said about when when he joined the Panthers? He said that he wanted to join a team that he felt could vie for a Super Bowl, and he said that he feels like the Carolina Panthers are, are one of those teams. Do you th- yeah. do you feel like they're yeah. obviously your winner? But do you think that they're in that conversation right now, or do you think Mister Thielen ought to pump the brakes and? Uh, go check, you know, go to the physician. Well, I think I think he should have signed for three or four years instead of two if he was hoping to get to the Super Bowl with Carolina. <laughs> but, yeah, certainly not this year. Um, I mean, they've got a good defense. Uh, they, they don't have anything on the outside, you know, for whoever is slinging the ball to throw to right now. They've yeah. got Adam Thielen. They did pick up Hayden Hurst, which, you know, was, nice I mean, he's probably a mid-tier, you know, tight end. Um, I personally think uh, DJ Shark is still sitting out there in free agency. I think they he should is. sign him. Yeah, and yeah, with the second, that. with their second round pick, um, I think at uh, Kashan Booty or... Uh, I just wanted to the, say that word. Yeah, yeah, the booty. Uh, uh, booty call. Uh, <laughs> Or uh, what the heck's his name from the kid from Tennessee, uh, Hyatt. Hyatt. Uh, yeah, I think either oh, one of them two are going to be out there and you know available in the second round for them if they decide to go that way, and that would strengthen their receiving core for sure. And you know, because no matter who they pick up, whether it be Young or Stroud, they got to give them somebody to throw the ball to. Or we're looking at another Lamar Jackson situation. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, um, overall, overall for all the losses, like they lost Darnold and P.J. Walker, they didn't want them back. I mean, the right, guys yeah. that the guys that they lost, they didn't want. So yeah. they didn't get hurt at all in their losses, I don't think. And you know, they did fairly well on the you know on the pickup side. 
Yeah, and Frank Frank Reich's the guy now, right down there. Yeah. And, uh, I'm. I mean, really, this is his, you know, second go around as a head coach. You know, he uh, got fired as the the Colts head coach. So I'm curious to see how he does. But overall, it seems like they're bringing in some some good talent. Uh, that they seem to have a plan for that number one pick. And they've also mentioned that they potentially might move down in the draft. Uh, I think that's probably to get those phone lines going where they can get an offer where you just can't refuse. Right. But uh, well, they need to get, maybe to make up for some of them uh, draft picks that they gave away. You know, here's a, here's some food for thought, too. You know, everybody's awesome. talking everybody's talking about the top quarterbacks. Um a name you don't hear mentioned uh, because the guy got hurt at the end of the season last year is Hooker. And what'd you call me? Oh no 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 no! I said I I called him Booker. (laughs) 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 You know, if they're going to feel comfortable with Andy Dalton for six eight weeks, you know, I mean, they could go after Hooker down lower. you know, because Hooker ain't going to go the in the top. Kid from Tennessee? Tennessee, yeah. yeah. Tennessee quarterback. And yeah. I'll tell you what, if he didn't get hurt, I honestly think, and it's not because I'm biased, but it's because oh, I've, seen, I've seen him play 10 games this past year. That kid can play ball. I mean, he's yeah, he a hell can. of a quarterback. He's probably. I think the only thing that, that's really a knock on him right now is that it, it seems to be, and I, I never want to say that it absolutely is, but it seems to be a pretty strong quarterback class. So he's got some really strong quarterbacks in front of him. Uh, I think if it was last year, he he might be the first quarterback taken if, if you know, it lined up that way. I'll tell you what, I, uh, I, I agree with you with the strong class, but I disagree with you in the, in the respect that had he not blown his knee out, I think he would have been the top one or two quarterbacks oh, this no year. Oh, no kidding. Over, over Bryce Young, over uh, uh, Stroud. Over, Bryce Young, but I think over Stroud. Yeah, over Stroud. When he got hurt, he had numbers to where he was oh, talking about being the Heisman guy, for real. Yeah. I mean, he's a hell what of a was quarterback. That? What was that upset great, that they had this year? Was it? Was it? Uh, Bama. That's it right. Bama. It was against Bama. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Yeah. He had a hell yeah. of a game in that one too. Is that when he got hurt at the end in that game? No, he got hurt the following week. The following week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and Hyatt had five touchdowns that game. Yep. Uh, you Jeez. know, receiving against Bama. You know, I, both Profit, of the guys that I mentioned, Hyatt and the booty call. I mean, they're. <laughs> You know they're they're both playing against some of the top cornerbacks in the SEC in the country, you know, yep. and, and putting up big numbers. So, you know, that's a plus for them. Yeah, no, oh, I like yeah. it. Uh, Yemo's bringing up right here that Hooker will be twenty six next year. I don't, Yemo. I don't think Who that that's. Are you, uh, Yemo? <laughs> I don't think that that's really a, a knock on him though, because sometimes I really think that. A, a more mature mind getting into some of those NFL, you know, locker rooms, those NFL meeting rooms. I think that kind of helps. I mean, yeah. when you see a guy, and I'll, I'll just bring up one from the Niners, Trey Lance. He's super young. I think he mm-hmm. was 21 years old when he got drafted. He's 23 now, but he's still maturing. Like there's still a so process. Said, how many how many times do you see these QBs get drafted and they're just not ready uh, from a maturity standpoint? Yeah. I use right. this quote. I use this quote when I'm coaching my teams. I said, "You need three things to be able to play for me." You need to be able to. Re- you need to be ready to play physically. You need to be ready to play mentally, and you need to be ready to play emotionally. Yeah. Right? The same thing goes for the NFL. If you don't have those three things, you can you can be the best quarterback. You can have the best arm in the world and be a total head case. You're not yeah. ready to go. 
Well, we've old. seen it, right? We've seen it from guys. Look at look at Zach Wilson. You don't have to look far for a guy. Zach that, Wilson. Right. So, like, go back. Look at Manziel. Manziel wasn't yeah. ready for the league. Like, it, it happens all the time where these kids, yep. these kids, like, think back to yourselves <laughs> when you were 21 years old. Were you ready to be the, uh, no. you know, the face of an NFL franchise? No. From a maturity standpoint, I know I wasn't. I was still waking up at friggin' four o'clock because I had too many mind erasers the night before. <laughs> like. How's that? These kids ain't much different. Look, and, and look at uh, who's the dude from Georgia, the QB. Oh, Stetson right Bennett. Now. Bennett. He's getting in trouble in bars still. Yeah. And he's he's preparing for the the biggest uh, day of his life with the NFL draft. These guys can't keep themselves out of trouble. So from a from a maturity standpoint, I got no problem with a guy coming in uh, yeah. who's 25, 26 years old because he's past that point of his life, or at least you hope he is. And let's, right. and let's face it, in this day and age, I mean, you saw Brady play till 44. Uh, well, the way he, the rules are going, right, they're really protecting these quarterbacks, but they're right. not taking those, those uh, hits. I mean, hell, Rodgers is 39 this year, right? And he's going to be getting... Well, he's uh, having they, to go to dark caves, and he's having to do a whole bunch of <laughs> well, stuff to kind of... Well, yeah, he acts like he's 21 sometimes still, but, you know, yeah. I mean... 39 so even at 26 you know if you got it you could potentially have a guy for 12 13 years you know at that yeah. position and yep. i like that yeah so we'll, we're going to talk extensively about the those quarterbacks here here in a little bit um at least the top five guys i got hooker at six um but that's really great insight and i do think that the the panthers with where they're at you know, if they trade down, they might be able to, if they really like him, they might be able to pick him up and get a really good player early on, you know, in the first round, because who knows where, where Hooker will go, if it'll be actually in the first round or even in, in the second round. But um, guys, I can't wait to tell you guys about my winner. I'm, I'm chomping at the bit here because we never really get to talk about this team. We talked to them about them at the, the tail end of last year, but it's the Detroit Lions. I think they've actually hit, have hit a home run in, in free agency so far. You know, they, they did lose uh, Jamal Williams, um, but they, they bring in David Montgomery from the Bears. Uh, they sure up their secondary by signing in Emmanuel Mosley. And then they, I did not think that this guy was going to go anywhere else other than the Eagles. And they look, they signed C.J. Gardner-Johnson, which is one of the top safeties in, in the league and one of the more coveted uh, players. Um, I just really like what... Um, Campbell has going on there and what they're bringing in Roger seems to be he's going to be leaving that NFC North and it's going to be up for grabs and they are tooling themselves to be able to not only compete for the, the division but a playoff run in um, you know in January and, and potentially February which Detroit has not been able to celebrate that in a long long time so I like what they're doing so far I, I'm excited to see what they do in the draft uh, but I, I love their coach, uh, uh, the guys that they bring in are, are really good guys. And, uh, I mean, the Detroit Lions guys. Like, when's the last time we've gotten excited about the Detroit freaking Lions other than, you know, watching them on Hard Knocks and seeing uh, if that was going to be a shit show or not? Barry Sanders. I was just going to say that. I oh, think man. there was a couple Barry times Sanders. this year. There was a couple times this year I was intrigued by them, but, they, you know, they yeah. kind of planed off regression to the mean, I like to call it. Everything goes back to the middle, but. Um, well, the nice thing is yeah, that they realized their yeah. weakness was on defense, and, you know, they yeah. attacked that. And I'm sure they they're going to continue to attack it in the draft. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I absolutely think so. 
They, uh, I mean, when it got to that game in week 18 in Green Bay, I really think that was a pivotal game, not just for, you know, right then in the moment, but I think that was like, it was like, hey, we're here and we're going to be here for a little bit. You know, we're not going to take this stuff from Green Bay anymore. We're not going to take uh, them just, oh, Green Bay's got the division and, and the hell with the Vikings too, by the way, because we're they're competing for a playoff spot. They went into Lambeau. They knocked Green Bay out of the playoffs before it even started with the game that Green Bay needed to have. And this is the way they're starting their offseason. I think if you're in Detroit, if you're a Detroit Lions fan, and you got to be, you can't wait till September right now. Like, you got to be pumped. Drew, looking at you, man. We we went right. through a whole bunch. I, I of said stuff. I want I, I wanted to go last, but now <laughs> I said I wanted to go last. Maybe I should have went first because it's tough to follow uh, you guys after uh, all your in depth analysis here. And I'm <laughs> clicking through and I'm doing my research here, studying very hard in between the dodgeball lessons that I'm learning. And I got a couple <laughs> teams here that are standing out to me. Uh, I was looking at the Miami Dolphins. I think we talked about it last week. Um, the Dolphins are making all the necessary moves I think that they need to make. And we said that if they don't get it done this year, um, you know, McDaniel has no excuses anymore. Um, but I kind of came off of them, and I want to go back to a team that we talked about last week, and we it was a hot topic, and it's kind of what we were saying is coming into fruition, is the New York Jets. All right? So I think the New York Jets have made some really good moves um, so far in free agency first uh, specifically the move that they made today which i absolutely love is picking up and signing uh hardman from the chiefs to a one-year contract i think um you know last year with him on the chiefs the big question was who's going to replace tyreek hill uh and you know you're expecting hardman to be that guy to step up and be that deep threat and i think a lot of times he was he was you know electric player to watch fun to watch Somebody, somebody to be able to stretch the field for the Jets. I think uh, it's a good pickup for them. Um, you know, they came out and they signed Alan Lazard, which uh, you know you you want to point to. Why did you do that? And everybody says, well, they know why they did it because they're prepping for Aaron Rodgers. But that's what I want to talk about. Uh, what did we say last week? Everybody's saying that he's going here. He goes on a Pat Rogers goes on the McAfee show, says that he anticipates signing with the Jets. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. He hasn't. He, he's going on and, and predicting something that he has absolutely no control over. And we're sitting here a week later, and there hasn't been much movement or much even talk about it or progressions right. about it. Um, they're putting the pieces in place, you know, to build off of last year. They were definitely more respectable than they have been in years past. Um, if they can get Rodgers somehow, some way, I think that's the icing on the cake to put this into a great offseason for them. Right now, I put it at, at very good, uh, uh, you know, to pretty good. You know, I think they added two, two uh, playmaker wide receivers, and they, you know, they solidified the offensive line with a couple signings. But if they can, if they can add Rodgers to the mix, dude, I think that's all. That's all they're they're going to yeah. need. To, to really make a, a strong run, now, I'm yep. not saying you know I'm not saying Super Bowl nothing like that, but to you know to make a, a serious contender run. Well, look I at will. what they did in the draft last year, right? They they had a really strong draft class. They're going to bring back uh, Brees Hall, which he's going to be healthy when when the season starts, hopefully uh, towards ACL, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Look at all these playmakers that they're bringing on the perimeter. 
I mean, it just seems to be like every move that they make, it's like, all right, now we're really going to get you with the Rodgers one. Because as soon as that hits, like that shakes up that entire division. The Patriots are over there trying to figure out what's going on. You got Miami who's loading up. Buffalo, we know who they are. I'm not sure if they've gotten better or if they've gotten worse. I don't know. Worse. They I don't know what's going on there. So I know they let Edmonds go, which was either, a key part yeah, of what, what are you saying, football? Either get better or you, or get, you get worse. worse. There's no staying the same, man. That's and right. I, uh, the, you the said you, you wouldn't same. talk Super Bowl with them. I would. If, what, if they sign him? Rogers, if they sign Rogers, yeah. And and I said it on the show last year. I absolutely hate the Jets and the Giants. But you did. I remember. I I'll tell you, if Rogers goes there and he has his head screwed on, the weapons they have on that team and the, and the defense, defense they have, yeah. Yeah, they they can be a Super Bowl contender next year. You know, because you're not getting a young quarterback who's never done it before and saying, oh, well, he's going to have to, you know, he's going to have to experience the playoffs a little bit first and all, you know. Rodgers has been there. Rodgers knows what it takes to get to the Super Bowl, and he's got the weapons around him. I don't think he's ever had a receiving core like he would have in, in New York in Green Bay. Uh, he's had some. He's had. I think that Super he's Bowl had, year they had, they had. They had. They had. What Donald Driver? Well, they had Greg Jennings. Freeman, no, he's had know, really and, good individual receivers, but not and not as a group. Core. Right. Well, like, and this I mean, is, he had Devontae Adams. <laughs> right. Yeah, Devontae Adams. The big. I'll put it together. Yeah. Put it all together. I and this is <laughs> this is a little tidbit that I really like that I didn't think about until just now with Rodgers. You think about that that NFC East or AFC East you go to uh, Gillette Stadium in, in late in the year it's cold snowy windy whatever right same thing in Buffalo maybe even in New York right well guess right. where he's coming from right. he's used to that used to in, in Green Bay so like he's he's, he's gonna be playing it. and he's used to that stuff so I think yeah. you know that's uh, that's massive I, I, I like they that they call dream. him the snowman I don't know if it's because you know, yeah, it ain't because it, it ain't because of the stuff that falls. It's oh, okay. it's the My stuff man. that goes up. Uh, he seems more of a downer kind of guy. I mean, he looks like a snowman now with that baggy hair. Those, those I'll tell you what, he's cleaned those... himself up. I don't know. I don't know. Whoa. Well, it can't all be uh, you know flowers and all that stuff for some of these you know teams. There are some teams that absolutely I feel like have done a miserable job in free agency either they've done nothing or they've lost a bunch of a bunch of players so who's your guys as losers when it comes to free agency and we'll go back around to let's start with slick here the baltimore ravens Ooh, tell us why slick yeah, i know you got something why, on your mind. you got something on your mind i know you do <laughs> i could be wrong i still have <laughs> not came up with the deal with lamar jackson number one yeah i think that's the biggest thing right there right that's the biggest thing Number two, I just they haven't the only piece the only moves that I've really heard of is the one year signing uh of what's the backup? Uh Huntley. Huntley. Huntley that's, the yeah, only, yeah. that's the only like move I've really heard. I mean they they could have made other moves, but it's not it's nothing really like major. Well they let Calais Campbell, right? Calais Campbell was released yeah, and let, he was he was a Campbell big part go. of their defensive line. I mean, yeah, he's he's a he's, bad, he's he's an old head, but still like he was a key part of what they did on the defensive line. Like, I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know what the what what they plan on doing if they're trying to do anything next year. Like, 
I don't know. I, I, I yeah. Well, they, their, their top receivers are still unsigned. Yeah, Marcus still Peters is agent. too, right? Like he's he's still Who a free is? agent. Marcus Peters, man, the DB, yeah, yeah Marcus Peters, Peters is a free agent. Yep. There are rumors picking up that that teams are interested in uh, Lamar Jackson in Lamar. I mean, that's the uh, that's the most I've heard about it. I'd say in the past day or two that there's a, a couple teams interested in possibly offering him a contract. So we'll see. I mean, if it comes to it, uh, is he just ready to say screw it with the Ravens and uh, and then go with the first the first uh, bidder? But, what what I'm interested but, in is if he doesn't if they don't get a deal done. I mean, I, they got that non exclusive franchise tag, but let's say this carries on into camp. Like, does he show up to camp? Like, does this become a distraction for them throughout? You know, getting close to the season, that would be the longer this goes, the worse it gets. In, he'll, in, he'll in my South Florida training. You don't think he shows up to camp? I don't know, man. When it nah. comes to when it comes to losing money, guys don't like to lose money. So, but he, I mean, sometimes if, you if just got to grin and bear it and 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 get through. And but if he doesn't do show up to do. camp, what money is he losing? Well, I'm sure that they start implementing their their fines and stuff like that for for not showing up because technically he is under contract. I mean, yeah. where's you know. Baltimore picks? Like, do you know to, this year? Nah. They're in Maryland, Prophet. They're in Maryland? Like, <laughs> yeah. right outside of Baltimore? Yeah. They, yeah. Like yeah, they're actually in Owens Mills. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, there's a good crab shack there. <laughs> crab cakes and football. Uh, they do not have... They don't have a first. I don't think they have a first round pick here. They don't. What? Okay, so... Oh, no, they do. What? 22nd overall. Sorry, 22nd 22nd overall. Yeah. So if the Texans are to offer him fifty million dollars, Baltimore will match it. Trust really? me when I tell you, because uh, unless they unless they are able to dr- trade up with the twenty second pick, they are not going to get a quarterback. And if they lose Lamar Jackson, they've got Tyrone Huntley. And Huntley showed last two years ago when Jackson got hurt. Huntley looked pretty good. They last had a five year, touchdown game, I think, a couple yeah, of years ago. Yeah, Easy. last year yeah. not so much. Uh, I, I can't imagine the Ravens are going to be you know going into the season feeling good with Tyrone Huntley as their quarterback. No, or Tyler Huntley, not Tyrone. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think so either. You can call on Tyrone. I don't know Friday's in my head. Uh, no, so whatever he gets offered, Slick on it. Ravens will match it. <laughs> I hope so. I, I just can't envision him being in a place outside of Baltimore <clears throat> where the offense is just built for him. Like maybe Atlanta was the only one that I could think of, but it seems like they, you know, they're, they're going to go on. And, How and about those Eagles signing Mariota? Oh, yeah. They, they finally got him, got him wow. 10 years later. Chip <laughs> Kelly got his guy. <laughs> well, Prophet, who's your loser of uh, free agency? Uh, my loser is the Washington Redskins. Commanders yeah. now. It's a okay. Commanders. Oh, what, did we go woke since I've been gone on this oh, show? <laughs> Come on. Oh, here we <laughs> my go. gosh. We went, okay. They've only changed our name, what, three times we went in five We a month without getting canceled, Prophet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't break Washington our chance. Yeah. <laughs> I, I looked at I looked them over today and I'm like, you know, what have they done? They they let Heineken go, who Heineken, Heineken. Who, 
Well, yeah, he was from the Canadian Lake. Um, <laughs> who they were saying, <laughs> you know, they were saying last year that he's going to be their future, and that didn't come to, come into fruition. They pick up your Jacoby Brissett, and they got Sam Howe. And from what I'm reading, that's what they're looking at going into this season with. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I They lost their best linebacker. They picked up a linebacker who's half as good. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they signed Jerome done... Payne but to a huge, huge contract, right? The, uh, being able to, they franchise tagged him and then they signed him. But overall, <clears throat> I mean, when you look over at the Washington Commanders, there's a lot of stuff that is going on in the front office where they're looking at Dan Schneider has cleared out his office. They're they're looking at you know bidders for who's going to be the owner of the team, and not to mention that like, who's their quarterback again? Like you mentioned, is it, is it Sam Howell? It's not Wentz. Sam Howell? That's, Sam that's Howell. who they're going to go with? That's okay. who, no, that's who no, they're looking at. Did you guys see that there's some Canadian uh, firm interested in buying the franchise? I saw oh, that news break today. Yeah. Some I mean, they some... did pick up Andrew Wiley. That was, you know, that was a good pickup for their, for their own line. But, I mean, who the hell is he going to be protecting? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. They have weapons on the outside, and I feel like that they have uh, some good running backs, and I feel like they have a halfway decent defense. But yeah. when you don't have a guy at the quarterback position right there, you know, they, they did that experiment, uh, that experiment with Wentz. That that obviously experiment. hasn't worked out, and we'll see what happens with uh, Wentz Sam hasn't Howell, worked but... out for anybody. No, no. Yeah, I mean, they've experienced bad quarterback play the past couple of years, and, you know, it's Quite like – some time. Uh, Come on. <laughs> and they draft 16th this year. So, again, if they're not able to move up, it's not like they're going to get, you know, a top-flight quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. Well, guys, my loser. Who's your loser? Ye- Yemo's not going to like this. I'm going to bring up his. It's over here. Yeah. It's the Philadelphia let's, Eagles. Let's bury this because I, I forgot it's, who your loser was, but if, if it wasn't going to be them, mine was going to be them. Yeah, it's, the, this it's the Eagles. quote here, Yemo. Now, listen, th- this is coming from – I remember saying this back in 2015 with the 49ers. That's not Shut bad when, you, when Patrick Willis retires and Chris Borland retires and all these guys leave. It is that bad. When you lose these type of players, it is that bad. When you lose a player like Hargrave, when you lose uh, CJ, uh, w- when you lose the type of players they have, Miles Sanders, they just let walk, okay? They're, they were there because of their defense last year. They were the, one of the, the best defenses in the league. I think what they have, 80-some-odd sacks going into the Super Bowl. So overall, my thing is, yes, you can build in the draft, but the draft isn't like you're not guaranteed to hit those picks ever. You're not guaranteed to hit those picks. So when you lose veteran experience that they just got deep in the playoffs with, and and these guys are choosing to go elsewhere too. Let's remember that. They're choosing yeah. to go elsewhere. And, and I think Garner that says Johnson something. Burying yeah. the fan base on Twitter. Absolutely. By the way. Yeah. He, Absolutely he, burying Eagles fans in, 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 on social media. Yeah. And so, I mean, when you lose a Miles Sanders and you replace him with a Rashad Penny, like, first of all, yeah. do we even know if Rashad Penny is going to be healthy? That's what I think. Rashad like, Penny has 300 and something rushing yards this past year. Did, and then two years ago when he was healthy, had like 700. But did, did all... he, isn't he coming back off knee, knee surgery or something? Yeah. Like ACL or something? Know. Something like that. Or a hip? Yeah. 
Was it a it's hip? Something, maybe something he messed sure. up that that he didn't finish the season. See, but if he's healthy, Rashad Penny, if he's healthy, he can actually help the Eagles because I, and losing and this is why losing Miles Sanders isn't as big a deal as everybody's saying it is because they do that rotation in the backfield. So. Miles Sanders, you know, Miles Sanders. yards rushing this year. I know, but I, I, Miles Sanders may have been the main guy, but he's not the guy per se. When you know, because they're always they're putting in Gainwell, they're putting Scott in. Miles Sanders sits on the bench a lot, and I mean, he's a great running back. I'm not saying he's not. And, I mean, we're talking but, about a thousand yard rusher that you're trying to replace, and not only that, but in also in the uh, in the passing game. I felt like Miles Sanders is a really good uh, player out of the backfield when it comes to the screen game, when it comes to being uh, Jalen Hurts be able to dump it off to him if, if something isn't available down the field. And I just think a Rashad Penny is not going uh, no, to bring that for you. So. No, for sure. But they but they are very high on Gainwell, and yeah. they think Gainwell can take Sanders' spot. Yeah, We'll know next year whether or not they were right. My biggest thing is when you let talent walk out the door, you're not guaranteed to replace that same talent. Yeah, and, and, absolutely. And it takes, it takes more players. It takes the scheme and, and things like that. And where they were so good on defense last year, getting to the quarterback, I think it's a big thing when you lose your safeties. They lost both of their yep. starting safeties. They lost you know, a really good uh, interior defensive lineman. Yeah, they have some young guys, but we have to see it. And that's the whole part of the offseason is like, you know, when you have a lot more questions than you have answers, well, I got to see you answer those those questions. And right now, when you lose that talent, I got nothing but questions right now. Can they be at the level that they were last year? Because it's not going to be easy for them. They got a target on their back this year. They didn't have they, a target on their back, you know, until about midway through the season last year where they're like, okay, the Eagles, they're, they're going to be in it, right? So well, they certainly aren't going to be where they were last year through the draft and yeah. not through free agency either because – they're not getting the guys that they lost, the talent, the level right. of talent that they lost. And, uh, and it, trust me, it pains me to agree with uh, Brandon as much as I have right now. But <laughs> Record. He, he made a good point. These guys are will are, are leaving willingly. Yeah. These guys, you know, they're they have you know uh, the ability to resign some of them, but they're, they're these guys are walking. And I just think when we talked, we said it earlier: you're either getting better or you're getting worse. The Eagles are getting worse. Well, they're not. They're not replacing. Yeah. And like you said, Prophet, you're not replacing losing guys you lost through the draft. You're losing starters, and you're not signing the guys. <clears throat> so where is it going to come from? Right. And then I read, you know, a, a situation like Gardner. I mean, Gardner's agent screwed him. He had a much better offer with Philadelphia earlier, right? Yeah. The Eagles offered him eight million a year, I think it was, and and he signed for four. Yeah, or whatever it was, he signed for half, uh, almost half of what the hell the Eagles offered him because yeah. he his agent said no, you'll get more in the you know as a free agent, and yeah. he's playing for a lot less money now. I, I mean, good think, for Detroit. Yeah, yeah, I, it's great. It's great for Detroit, and it's good for. I mean, it, it's a one year deal for him. But I I know, you know, my neighbor, he's a huge Eagles fan, and he was like, okay, well, we're gonna lose these guys, but. As long as we get CJ back, it's going to be okay, and we're going to lose them, but because we're going to be able to pay CJ. Well, then he leaves, and I'm like, right. man. 
You know, and then all that stuff with Darius Slade that happened. Yeah, oh, he's going to get released. Oh, but wait, yeah. now he's – it was almost like, <clears throat> it's almost like a panic, right? Yeah, you guys like, didn't believe me last out. week when I said he didn't get released. You're like, yeah, hey, they released him this morning. Oh, yeah, because it was like earlier. I was like, okay, for sure. And then, yeah, right – like I guess right before the show you you saw that and I was like, wow, I was surprised because that never happens, right? Like when the player says I'm released, like he's gone. Like he's already gone. He's already got his bag packed, but – We'll see. Uh, so, Drew, who you got, man? Who's your loser? So, uh, I was between two, and the Eagles were the other one. So, my other loser is the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was going to pick um, them. Ha- I just think that they're <laughs> having a pathetic offseason. And I don't know wh- what their goals are for next year. I don't know. Tom Brady retires. Like, are they just packing it in and say, all right, we got to restart this thing? Yep. Um, you go out and you try and, you try and replace – the greatest quarterback of all time with <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Um, but I just don't see how that's going to work out for them, uh, given his track record. Um, you don't you ever see horrible bosses like yeah. the first one. You remember uh, what's the one where uh, Donald Sutherland, he, he's he's an owner of one, uh, this company, and then he dies and then they have to give it to like the cokehead son and the yeah. company goes yeah. downhill. That's what <laughs> yeah. I feel like. You had a really good owner. You had Tom Brady there. You could bring in all these guys. And now he's gone. And it's like, well, who do we got? Oh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. So he's I mean, the company. <laughs> they haven't been making that. Uh... The splash in the free agent market, I don't think. Uh, you know, they signed David, linebacker, who's pretty good, but uh, I think his best days deal. might be behind him. Uh, yeah. But, um, and, they brought and back you're not... Dean, right? Didn't they bring back Dean as well? Terrible. Uh, they... Who? Their corner. Exactly. It, no, say uh, it again, Drew. Yeah, right. Say it again. <laughs> Who? And then you're, you're not drafted until the For middle of the draft. Million. So it ain't like, Who? I mean, you know, you're drafting 19 unless you make a move, to, a splash for a either a quarterback. I don't know how sold they are on uh, Trask. I know uh, yeah. early they were they were high on them, but I don't think they're too high on them right now. So it'll be interesting to see. But to get to, yeah. for a team to go from, uh, uh, you know, the top of the mountain to the bottom of the mountain is so quickly, you don't see it very often. And I think the uh, Buccaneers aren't really helping themselves this, this offseason. Well, they have weapons, too. They have weapons. They – they still have a, a somewhat of a defense there. My biggest thing is the quarterback position. That's why they went and got Brady to begin with because they felt like they were close. They moved on from Winston. They went to Brady, and now it's like, well, I don't even know, you know, what to do with, at the quarterback. Oh, Baker Mayfield, let's go with him. We'll we'll yeah. see, but I think it's a bad move for Baker because I think he's going to be behind a worse offensive line than than he was in uh, in Cleveland and even in L.A. At the end, like they they had no offensive line back then, so that's. That's going to be crazy. My sources are telling me that they're looking, they're hoping that Levi is available when they when they draft. And if that be the case, and that's telling you right there, you know, Baker Mayfield's still fairly young. If he was good, he has a lot of good years ahead of him. Yeah, but if they're going to be looking to draft a quarterback, they're not high on Baker. Yeah, he's so I, for a year. Yeah. yeah. And but he's not he's not a quarterback that can mentor no slick you know no, no, like no, he's not. you know it's like it just doesn't make any sense that move. By the way, how fast does the NFL come at you? You know what I mean? I mean Baker Heisman Trophy winner, first overall pick, and then just a few le- years later he's a he's a league journeyman. What he's played three yeah. three teams in three two teams years in a year. Yeah, in a year. That's that's crazy to me. 
Well, let's move on from free agency. Let's kind of cover a, a couple trade updates here. So we had Elijah Moore uh, from the New York, New York Jets get traded to the Cleveland Browns today. Uh, Cleveland sending a second rounder for Elijah Moore and the uh, Jets are sending a third. Which, by the way, wasn't Elijah Moore a second round pick to begin with? So basically, they just get a, a second rounder for him there. And then things are starting to heat up in the um, DeAndre Hopkins world. There's been a lot more buzz. It sounds like that's that's going to happen uh, sooner than later. One team I'm hearing is the Patriots, and then uh, I've been reading some things about the Chiefs are, are re- very interested in DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, By I the saw way, the Chiefs. I didn't hear about the Patriots. The league but... cannot let Patrick Mahomes have DeAndre Hopkins. That just cannot happen, you guys. <laughs> yeah. like, um, no, that wouldn't no be way. very fair. But no. not for nothing, like you get traded to the Patriots, and Mac Mac Jones is like suspect. So, going, you know, so I don't know. D Hop just trying to get the uh, get the money. Although, I guess, all of a sudden, you look at that that receiving core. I mean, you got Juju there. Then you, if you, if they terrible. pulled in a DeAndre, and then terrible. they got uh, said, they terrible. got Kendrick Bourne. Like they have some guys there that Ooh. I don't know. Kendrick Bourne's uh, a good good player. He goes he goes to New England, and this is going to be a telltale year for Mac Jones. They're, that's what they're going to find. try and find out, whether Jones is their guy moving forward or not because they go giving him Juju and DeAndre Hopkins to throw the ball to. They still have Hunter Henry there, and they got Mike Kosecki uh, through free agency also. They're going to – they get Hopkins. He's going to have the weapons, and if he can't do it with all them weapons, yeah, they're going to have Has to Has had those goodbye. weapons since Alabama. <clears throat> He had a lot yeah. of weapons at Alabama, and look what he was able to do. So I, that's a really good point. Like, if they, well, he's going into year three, and usually that's when you know you start to see they either Green they either have a tremendous races. jump or yeah. or they <laughs> go <laughs> downwards. Yep, or they go downwards. True. What's, what do we say? There's no staying the same. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I'm excited. So now we got done with uh, free agency. That first big wave of free agencies happened. Now we're kind of starting to turn our attention to the NFL draft. Now we start to see some of these quarterbacks. I think C.J. Stroud was out there today throwing. Um, we're going to start to see some of these other uh, quarterbacks uh, at their pro days. Uh, but I kind of wanted to go over uh, these quarterbacks. And, you know, Drew, I know you're a busy guy. you got a million different things going on. So, you know what? I thought, you know, Drew's in education. You know, he's working with these kids. What should I do? I should put together a PowerPoint presentation. Ooh. And look what I got here. How wow. about this? Look at this. All nice. I got a headshot there. I got some That's stats beautiful. up. And I was thinking we could kind of go through and talk through these. And, Drew, you're you're a, a head coach now of, 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 an, of a program now. And, and Slick, you know, you're out there always catching the ball from quarterbacks. I want to know your guys' insight and profit. I know uh, you've been watching football since before I was even born. Uh, you know, I guess I'll just throw I- that out there. I, I I'm the only I'm the like only the person you know that has an autographed Bible. <laughs> hey Zeus, who's this? <laughs> I love it. That's how old I am. That's good. That's good. I like it. I like it. So we got I I, I brought up the the top five quarterbacks. I don't have Hooker in here. Uh, I didn't get a chance to talk to you. I would have would have added one more slide. Uh, but let's just kind of go through these super quick, and then I kind of want to have some dialogue around, you know, who do you like? If, if you're the top, if you're the Panthers with that number one pick, you know, out of these five guys, you know, who do you like? And obviously we'll start it off first with Bryce Young. You know, he's had a really successful career with Alabama. 
my thing that that is concerning for Bryce Young is uh, he reminds me a lot of Kyler Murray around the, the size. Well, he's six foot, which I believe is taller than Kyler Murray. Is Kyler Murray six foot? Barely. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I see a lot. Of, I think I see a I lot of uh, Bryce at at five ten and a quarter, five ten and something. You know, so I think he's six foot in platforms. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. There's yeah. man. There's no way if he's six foot, I'm six foot. But we take a look at him. I mean, obviously, he had a really great career with with Alabama. You, you look at his his stats there, and I know Drew. One of the first things that you look for is that touchdown interception ratio. So, what do you like about Bryce Young? Looking at his, at his numbers, what are some things that you like about him? So, with Young, obviously, you're coming out of Alabama, which is uh, I don't know if there's more of a system in the country to help prepare you for the NFL than playing at Alabama as a quarterback, all right? There's a couple things that stand out to me about Young that I don't particularly care for. One, obviously, is his size, all right? Can it get, can it, can we get around it? Obviously, we've seen it happen with, uh, you know, with a lot of these QBs who are a little bit undersized, you kind of game plan around it. But you go back to watching, uh, you know, Young this year with Alabama, and he struggled at times in some of these games. Like, there's some close games here, um, you know, that he, he took part in, and he didn't have great numbers. Like, uh, you know, he's 20. They, they beat Texas early in the season by a point uh, where they're a heavy favorite. And, you know, he throws for 213 yards and one touchdown. He's not really uh, lighting the world on fire there. Then you go and you, you lose to a, a good Tennessee team. Um, but you still lose. You know, you throw for 400 yards, but you threw the ball 50 times, too. Like, how yeah. uh, it's not going to happen uh, very often. Um, there was just times this year where I'm watching Alabama play, and I'm like, there's been years before where I'm confident that, you know, the QB at Alabama is going to lead their team to a, a, a win or a victory. I wasn't always that confident with, with, with Young back there, man. I don't think he's a bona fide drop dead number one overall pick. Ooh, all right. What do you what do you think, Slick? Uh, when you when you see Bryson, I know that you watched uh, watched him play quite a lot, and I know Prophet. Feel free to chime in as well. I'm I'm sure you watch a lot of SEC football on Saturdays, being in SEC country. What do you guys What do you like about him? Uh, about Bryce Young? What don't you like? Drew, you kind of sound like a hater, low key. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like seriously, you kind of sound like a hater. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say that he's just gonna get to the NFL and be the the next gold or anything like that. But college wise, what did he not do? What did he not do? I'm just going from a from a. Can are you trusting this guy? Yes. When it's the when it's the fourth quarter. Yes. And you're down by 14. <laughs> yes. To, to, to bring you back and win the yes. game for you. He's yeah. done it right. and That's, showed it numerous he has, times. He has he, done it. But he showed he, it his uh, sophomore year and he showed it his junior year. There's there's been too many there's been too many question marks with him. Too many question too many hiccups in the. Let, in let the, me ask you this, Slick. So well, you I don't, hold it sounds on. like you, you really like you okay. Be- yeah, no worries. Before all five top quarterbacks that you're about to show us. Okay. I guarantee you. They have shown hiccups as well, hundred percent. But you're not getting to. You're, that's not the point I'm making. What, Maybe you're, the you're, point I'm getting at 
is that none of these quarterbacks deserve to go number one. And maybe if you let me Whoa. finish. Oh, you were done. We'll I didn't cut you off. You did. No, I'm talking about when no, we talk about this whole quarterback conversation, oh. not just Bryce Young. I'm a, I'm a, you know me. I, I'm a huge on the overvaluation of quarterbacks. I, I get it. I get it. And as a receiver, now, I'm, I'm, is he I'm, the I'm best big, in this class? I'm a, I'm a big guy, too, when it comes to evaluating quarterbacks, what they can do, what they can't do. If they got moxie, if the game's on the line, are they going to quit on you, which is going to have the huddle? I'm playing for him if I'm a receiver. Is any he day the, of the week. best in That's this big. class? Yes. I didn't, I didn't answer that question. I said he is not a drop-dead number one overall pick. I'll You're right. You did say that. You did say I'll that. But before that. you said that, you talked about all the stuff that – yeah. He didn't show you, but right. numbers don't lie. Let me ask you this. So, obviously, 2021, 48,000 or 4,800 yards uh, passing, right? A pretty significant drop-off from 2022 to 2021. And if I – he didn't get hurt, right? Like, he was out no, there. Yeah, he was hurt. He was hurt. Yeah. He didn't play. He, was? He, didn't, okay. he, he played the he season, hurt. but he wasn't he 100% college, healthy. Okay. No, he, he he played the season, but he wasn't 100% healthy. Gotcha. Okay, so that's for the drop-off there. Because you even, even look at the, the touchdowns from 21 to 22. Now, he won the Natty in 21. No, no, no. Didn't Georgia. Georgia won the Natty yeah, in 21 and 22, year, right? He didn't he didn't win. Win. Yeah. yeah. So I think that would yeah. be my, my biggest thing then, you know, on him is, I mean, Alabama has been this powerhouse program for quite some time. Bryce Young. Couldn't get him over that hump, you know, in, in 21 or 22 against it. I mean, Georgia's tough. Georgia's real tough. Yes. But we saw Tua do it. We saw Jalen Hurts do it, right? Now this he's looks right. at, at Bryce Young. Do you think that he's he's right in that in that conversation? Or uh, uh, Mac Jones also did it, right? He, he won the, the national title for Alabama. So yeah. when you're, I mean, when you're you, comparing you him against – What hasn't he done? What are you talking about, like, as far as those quarterbacks? Hold on. You're right. Would he you say it. he's the best one to come out of Bama out of those guys, or would you say that maybe he's, like, the third guy out of those he, guys? Hold on. I'm going to answer that question. Uh, who? Okay. Like You're Mac right. Jones, Jalen, Tua. But let's be real. The Georgia teams that we saw the last two years were better than the Georgia teams that Hurst, Mac Jones, and uh, Tua faced. They were Georgia, but they were not the two teams that he's faced the last two years. So Georgia has gotten better every year since he's been there. Who's the best Bama quarterback to come out in the Big Four uh, in the recent? Tua, Mac, Hurts, Bryce Young. I gotta say what the, the what best been Bama the quarterback, right not now. the I best, guess. not the best oh. quarterback that. Okay. Don't are, are, we going, are we going off of stats, or are we just going off our go. opinion? Just I gotta go with best. Tua then. I gotta I'm go with Tua then. It's, it's it's hands down Tua. Yeah. I go. I go either two or Hurts. And how is Hurts I mean, lost his job though? Yeah, I mean, yeah. The next Hurt year, two of lost his. It's it's Hurts two. Hurts got yanked. Yeah. <laughs> like, it went hurt before. You know. All right. But okay, how does so, that translate to the NFL? It's making my point. Tua hasn't had a prestigious NFL career to date. So just because you perform in in uh, at Bama doesn't mean you, you're automatically uh, made for. Uh, you know, NFL primetime. You could now you sit here and say the most successful Bama quarterback has been Jalen Hurts, and I think in the you know in the NFL, and I don't think you could really argue that. But he wasn't no. the best Bama quarterback, in, you know, out of that group. I give it to, to him a tool. Yeah. No, I think he was far from the best. I mean, again, he got benched and transferred out. <laughs> you know, he he went and played his 
final year in Oklahoma right? yeah. because he wasn't going to get on the field. I, so, honestly, I think it was when, more when it of a business to, move. He, I mean, yeah. he was a three-starter. Oh, no, for sure. He wasn't going to play. He wasn't making the NFL if he wasn't yeah. on the field. No, that's, he went to Oklahoma yeah. and put up Heisman Kennedy. Absolutely. I agree, Slick. But he wasn't going to. He wasn't going to play. He wasn't going to play at Bama, though. So he three years started at Bama, went to Oklahoma, almost took my team to the. I mean, no, he still did. No, but the the question was who was who was the best Bama quarterback of the four. I say him too. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know how you can say Hurts when Hurts got pulled for it and 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 then went to another school, right? That's so, all I'm saying. I mean, when you're looking at that sample size, right? Like, I, I don't even know if he's the best one that's come out. It's it's been Tua. Obviously, we don't know what what's going on with Mac Jones. He's going into year three now. Jalen, Jalen actually put up a really good uh, year to be considered an MVP candidate, right? So he's got a lot to live up to. But my biggest thing for him, it's it's just size overall. His size that concerns me when it comes to the NFL. I know the NFL. Uh, is protecting quarterbacks and things like that, but I mean, it, it really comes Larry. down to size. I, didn't I say think Brock Purdy is the best quarterback to come out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, let's move on to the next guy here. Will Levi's. Okay, now yeah. he has just something about on, him. DP. He's had something about him. He's really scared of milk. I think it's just so strange. Uh, so and he eats bananas with the pill on it. What? No. Yeah. Yeah. No, he doesn't. All right. He eats a banana with the pill on him. Screen. Go YouTube it. I'm not bro. I'm putting this guy off the screen. I'm a scared of milk too. <laughs> <laughs> it's all curdly and like it looks like cottage cheese. Oh no, that's cottage cheese. Uh, <laughs> How are you drinking? Profit? I don't understand. Okay, I mean, uh, so position rank two. If you if you take a look at his numbers, like they're not flashy at, at all. Nineteen touchdowns to ten interceptions. Um, double-digit interceptions in 21 and 22. That right there, Drew, I know you hate that. I know you hate that yep. touchdown-interception ratio. So what? what is it about this Will Levi's kid that has got people talking so highly of him? And, and uh, Prophet, you were talking uh, potentially the Panthers might even uh, trade down and, and think about – or the Commanders might like him or what's going on with no that was tampa bay tampa Tampa bay Bay is talking about is talking high on him um i i guess i guess really if you look at it uh, number one is his size i mean six three two thirty that's a big quarterback um he's a pocket passer he has some mobility but he's not a running quarterback by no means uh i i'm really i've seen him play four times this year and I'm not overly impressed with him. I don't know what all the hype is on this man. I, I really don't. It kind of reminds me of uh, you remember when Trubisky came out and everybody yeah. was talking about him. He had he yep. had one one good season. Except me, and like oh, he everybody kind of did me. that. I, well, I we weren't doing this podcast at the time. <laughs> we weren't. I there's not a lot of things that jump off Same thing the with screen with Derek him. Carr. I mean, he's got great arm strength. Uh, that's one of the things that that the scouts been saying. Like his arm strength's ridiculous. But other than that, like I mean, look at his decision making: nineteen and ten, twenty four and thirteen. He, he he turns over the ball. I'm just not. Yeah, he's a prototypical size, but that's not what all it comes down to playing quarterback in the NFL, right? So I I don't know. Like if, I, I'm just genuinely asking: Have you guys seen something from this kid that I haven't? 
that has got him as you know ranked higher than C.J. Stroud in this uh, quarterback position coming in uh, to the draft. Um, I paid attention to him a, a, a few games this year. When he's in the zone, he does make you be like, hmm. But, again, he does have his panic mode. So I wouldn't have him over, uh, over Stroud, but I do understand why he would be in the top five. Like when he's when he's in the zone, he does like he's a guy. He is because of his arm I've strength saw. and the thing that that he can do. But well, his arm strength, he can, he can buy time. He can escape the pocket, and I mean, like I said, when he's on, he's on. But when he's off, he's off. Yeah, you know it sounds like Rex Grossman. When Rex Grossman was on, exactly. he was on. Exactly. But when he was off, man, you losing that game. Yeah, the Bears are who yeah. we thought they were. Ain't, ain't no way in hell he would be he would be a bum yeah, hooker. Uh, let's hooker let's listen to this. It's sat it's a Saturday in late October. We got number nineteen ranked Kentucky going into number three ranked Tennessee. We got the Wildcats prime for an upset over these volunteers on old Rocky Top. We got the big quarterback Levis ready to win us a championship this year. We got him. We're going to get behind the big redhead, and he's going to lead us to victory. <laughs> oh, wait. He comes out and goes 16-27 to 27 for 98 yards and three interceptions, and they lose 44-6. to six. And Tennessee's That's who I want to lead my NFL franchise. That's who I want. Tennessee's hey, that's all I was bad. see right then and there, man. That's all I need. Yeah. Screen. He sucks. I do. We got CJ Stroud up there. Uh, Take right. we'll pay him. attention to the visual like aids. Him. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> all right, CJ Stroud. This one, th- this guy's got me uh, really intrigued. Now he's he's a sophomore, which or he's coming out as a sophomore. So he redshirted one year, three years removed uh, from high school. Six three two eighteen. You take a look at his uh, pro football focus grades. But the one thing I really like uh, in the two years he's played, 21-22, is that touchdown-interception ratio. I like that. 41-6, and 44-6. and six. Uh, Looks like he's had, he had a really good completion percentage in 21. Uh, completion percentage dropped down in 22. Uh, C.J. Stroud, guys, what do you guys like about this kid? I like a lot about this kid. I like his size. Do you think size? he should be the number one? You think he should be the first prospect yeah. here? I do. I do. I think he's the first quarterback off the board. He's he should be the number one pick. Um, the only thing I don't like is go back to you know the only thing you could um, you know point to is maybe the maturity level a little bit. He's young. He's twenty one years old. But dude, from a from a can you make the throw standpoint, he can make every throw that he has to. He can do it with his legs. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he's the best quarterback in the class. There's, okay. there's my, uh, there's my take. Now, I heard from Prophet and I heard from Drew there talking about best quarterback in the class. Meanwhile, Slick was hella quiet, like so quiet. He's got his hand on his chin right here. <laughs> Tell me what's on your mind, bro. I see that look on your face. Like I said, I put him at number two. He played in the Big Ten. He did not go against SEC teams every Saturday, and that Northwestern game. I was there. He did not surprise. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't do what I thought he was. He was going to do. Nope. That's hey, why I don't put him at number one. You I made do like great, him in top five. Also, I do, I made do like forty mile an hour like, wins. And, 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 and I do think forty mile an hour wind and cold. But I don't. I was there in the regular raincoat. I don't want to hear that. And I'm from Florida. I'm not trying to hear it. 
So you just said the the, the yeah. conditions. You want to talk not, to me about not, not, how, not trying to you want to talk to me about uh, during the season about Josh Allen and you don't want to factor in conditions. Oh, you, well, you you pick and choose when you factor in conditions now. No, I don't pick and choose. What I'm saying is he's been playing at Ohio State for the longest. So I'm just saying it wasn't snowing. Windy Windy City is different. You bring like you bring up a great point, more. which is why I say you throw out all his numbers. His touchdown to interception ratio and all the playing in the Big Ten really doesn't mean that much. He's going against one, maybe two good defenses his whole his whole season. The question is, can the kid make the throws? And this kid can make the throws. Yeah, I, I think he can make the throws. I, and, I think based on who has, I based on the, I think if based on the team and their pick. I think it could be it could possibly go either way. I think he could possibly go first, be the first right. quarterback off the board, depending on who needs what and, and who systems gets him better. And same thing with Bryce Young. Whoever has that 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 pick to get the first quarterback, if their system fits Bryce Young better versus Stroud, I think Bryce Young will go first. I, I I'm not against him going I think first. They're very I like similar, Stroud. Rick. I think they're very similar. And you stand them next to each other, and it, it looks like this. And I'm like, oh, this guy looks like a quarterback more so than this guy. I'm going to take this guy. And Me, you, personally, you know, I don't really care about the height. I know you don't, but a lot if, of people If you do, can play right? ball, you can play ball. They've been, gotta, I mean, you, Young's you cannot, been that height since however long, and he still got to the NFL. You can't sleep under the rug the ability to see over an offensive line. You can't. Oh, I, you, I'm not it, saying it's that. It's very difficult you, to play the quarterback position when you, can't, when you have to constantly be moving in the pocket just to see your windows. I'm, I'm better, just saying that, but what you I'm better saying be is, a special quarterback if you're if you're short. What, what like I'm young, saying is, like you said, young and Breeze. Like a Bryce Young, a, a Russell Wilson, some of those a Drew Brees, some of those those smaller guys that when they first came out, oh, he wasn't, he's not going to be this, he's not going to be that due to the height and he's not prototypical. Those guys have been doing whatever they've been doing as their whole life. And they got to the NFL level for a reason. It wasn't an accident. Right. So them being 5'10", 5'11", 5'9", that's not a challenge to them. They've no, been so small their whole life. What my point is, watch them play. It's a different style. And you have it to is. be able to fit that style. They're constantly moving. It they're is. not standing in the pocket just, uh, you know, uh, delivering balls. They're either, it's a, they're either on a half roll or they're on a play action, which is shifting the offensive line, or they're doing something different to kind of move the defensive line away from where the quarterback's at so they can see. So, oh no, I agree with you on that. That's why I said I, I feel like it depends on whatever whoever has that pick, what system fits each yeah, one. Correct. Those I feel like that's how it would determine who would go first round. I mean, not first round, but first pick. Slick, I, I like Stroud. I'm loving the stuff you're dropping tonight, bro. I'm loving the stuff that you're dropping tonight. Absolutely. Don't mess with his SEC. I tell you what, he's not talking about SEC. I'm, but the thing about it, I'm more of an ACC fan, but I pay attention to all college football. Yeah. So here's what I don't like about C.J. Stroud. I'm just going to throw this out there, guys. This is what I don't like about him. Overall, yes, he can make all the throws. I will say when he's under pressure, he starts to get those happy feet a little bit, and he starts to kind of roll around, and he's been able to, to get away with it in college a little bit. There's the same uh, – it kind of reminded me of Malik Willis a little bit when I, when I was watching him, where he, he gets out of the pocket – and he's able to make a play, but I mean, he's, it's not going to always happen in the NFL. Everybody's fast. Everybody can, can run down the, the quarterback. What I really want to see him is really just stand in there and, and deliver. 
when he knows pressure is coming, and that doesn't always happen with him. Now, is that something that he can learn to do? Absolutely, he can. Um, he is, I, I think, and I, I agree with, uh, I think, was it Drew said this one? I, I, I like him the most out of this draft class, quarterback-wise. I think he's got the size. Uh, yeah, he played in the Big Ten, but I'm, I want to see him set his feet a little bit more and not worry about scrambling and trying to make a play downfield. Yeah, we get to see Patrick Mahomes do it on Sundays. We see Josh Allen do it. But I, you don't just step in the NFL and all of a sudden just be able to do that, right? Like you gotta, you gotta be able to hit your one, two, and threes. I, w- I want to see him do that consistently. Uh, but overall, uh, he, he's he's a pretty damn good player. There's a reason why he, he's sitting right there. Let's move on. Now this guy right here, now slick. Oh, now he's got a lot of buzz from the combine, right? I don't because, care about uh, buzz because of his forty, the way he was throwing Next. against nobody, six four, two thirty one. Tell me what you don't like about him because there's been a lot of buzz around him since the combine. It goes back to what Drew was why just is saying about the being a quarterback. Yes, he's six four. I think the reason why people he has so much buzz and the reason why people is is, is boosting him up is because they're so fact infatuated with the what if or what he could be if he gets the if proper, he does X yeah, Y Yeah, that's what I, I I think that's what they're infatuated with because at Florida I just he was an up-and-down guy. One game, he'll come out, and you'll be like, hmm, Heisman hopeful. Next game, you'll come out and be like, is he a freshman all over again or what? Like, right. what are we talking about? Yeah, and it was consistently him. like that. It wasn't like okay. four games he was good, and then he'll have a one iffy game, and then he'll go back. It was back and forth. Like, no, he's not top five for me. I'll go hook over him any day. Only, only 455 total dropbacks in his college career, so very limited experience. Yeah, he should have stayed another year. If ever, that's what I was just going to say, Slick. If ever there was somebody that needed another year of college, or it's two. this kid. Yeah, and he has two available, right, but he definitely needed one more for sure. <clears throat> I, I don't I don't get the buzz around him either. He's a great athlete, no, no denying that. I mean, he's super quick for his size uh you know he showed that in the combines but yeah i i've seen him play a couple of times and i'm not at all impressed for him to be at the top of that list uh it's terrible you guys remember jamarcus russell right he's gonna end up being like him that's what i was just gonna say the guy has a laser for an arm but it's the only pitch he's got in his bag he doesn't have any of these touch passes it seems like everything he does is a laser and I remember Jamarcus Russell was that way when he came out of LSU. Everything had to be a freaking laser, and he was either overthrowing guys or he was hitting them so hard five yards away on a slant, it would bounce right off their hands and it'd be a pick. So, yeah, he's got tremendous upside. But, yeah, like you said, there's a lot of there's a lot of what-ifs. I'd like to see what, what he would have done had he stayed at Florida for another year, and quite honestly, maybe two. Uh, what do you got to say on him, uh, Drew? You were kind of quiet on this one. You said just get him off the screen. Yeah. I mean, you just said he got tremendous upside. How? Where? Where has he shown that? You're talking well, I just about 50, mean, at, I, I just mean athletically. 50, look at, uh, 50, I just mean 50, athletically. You, you, you say how I like TD, TD to INT ratio. All right, that's not there. No. Nope. The uh, the complete yards per <laughs> attempt isn't there, and the completion percentage is 53%. Get him up next. I'm done. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I think the reason why 
53%. No, I think the re the reason why is that the combine, he ran a great 40. He threw yeah. the ball all over the place against nobody, and he's a tremendous athlete. You can't take that away from him, and that's where the upside comes from. Yeah. Like Slick said, there's a lot of what-ifs, and there's yeah. too many ifs. Well, we we take said it a couple weeks ago. I would You guys would have had the damn uh, picture of me up there if we were going off the freaking <laughs> combines, all right? Like, come on. Who is All right, Tanner McKeith, Stanford guy. Cardinal. So he's projected to go in the uh, second round, 6'6", 230. Um, I don't know, guys. Uh, when are we no. talking about quarterbacks? I think it's really a top three class. When we start yeah. getting to this, this is guy's uh, second round guy. Do you think this guy could potentially jump into the first round at all? Or do you think he's second rounder all day, every day? If he Never even heard of the guy. first round. I'm going to make sure I just put up. I'm, I'm going to send this emoji to you guys in the group chat. <laughs> Somebody paid for it. Okay. All right. All right. I never even heard of this guy, and I pay attention to Pac-12 Pac ball. Well, I mean, you're out there in Florida. I mean, this guy's playing at, you know, 1230 at night. Yeah, I stay up. I don't have anything to do Sunday. <laughs> Watch Pac-12 ball all the time. <laughs> like, be a did he win the be a Rose Bowl? Somewhere, Tanner. Did he win the Rose Bowl this year or last year? Or, I mean, I think he might have won. Was it? No, he didn't win it this year, did he? No, no I, I don't year. even. I didn't. I really did. It's the first time I'm seeing this name. Uh, like, I don't know who the guy is. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> not, I'm, not a good look for the blitz. Next. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you really should have put an injured hooker up there. I yeah. should. I should have. <laughs> I will tell you this. I know that he he comes from pro ready. That he's accurate uh, overall, um, but when it when it comes to what the type of prospects these other guys are, I definitely not it. But he played in the Pac-12. Played in the Pac-12. They play in a lot. They play a lot of zone. Man, a lot of Thank zone. You. He says. God, that Absolutely. Was, that was you okay, Drew? You okay? No, those last right. two slides were painful. I'm sorry. <laughs> you want to talk about the McRib again, or? <laughs> I'm pretty freaking hungry right now. I'm looking forward to getting something to eat after this. And then oh, hot shot. <clears throat> yeah. Hot shot. I'm excited for this. Hot shot of the week, guys. All right. Well, Drew, since you're so ready, you know, do you just want to make your uh, hot shot in the crib or no? No. I, well, <laughs> no, I, no. No, no. I want to make my hot shot. I got a video this week. All right. Play, all right. Oh, you got the a video. video. I got a video. Here we go. My guy. I love to fish. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good fisherman, too. I'm not, I'm not, I'm a, my, my, my brother's here. Tucker's back. And my sister, Sarah, my two siblings who I love dearly are here. My parents are not. As you, as you know, I've talked about my dad. My mom passed away. But I love my two, uh, my two siblings. The McRib's gone forever. <laughs> I like to fish, right? So I, so I can't wait to go fishing. Like I'm, I'm hoping, like, you know, this is all done. So I'm, we're going to work and, and get better and use this and use the momentum we just created to, to make the program better. Then at some point, I'm going fishing. <laughs> Coach, go fishing. Thank you for your time. Explain yourself. Explain yourself, man. You guys have no freaking idea. Like, clearly, you don't. You, that's no. Tobin Anderson. He's the head coach of the Fairley Dickinson Red Devils uh, here in New Jersey, a little small school that has a gym about the size of uh, 2,000. I've, I've seen my high school gym is bigger than the gym that they play in. And they went and beat the number, as a 16 seed, beat the number one seed, Purdue, in the, in the opening round of March Madness. 
what that clip was was after his game, second round game against FAU, who they lost by like six points, a heartbreaker. That clip, this guy starts talking about he likes fishing, and uh, the story was, you know, his par- his parents, both of his parents, have passed away and haven't been able. Dude, all I see right there in that conference was a coach who was just overcome with emotion that he didn't know how to handle because nobody expected them to be there. All right. And he goes out and, and, and it, every year there's a Cinderella story in March Madness. And this guy's just trying to find the words to say, and he's trying to keep it light. And he, he starts rambling and starts talking about it. He loves fishing. And then he tries to reel it back and say, uh, you know, uh, we're going to do the right things for the program and make the program better, but I still want to go fishing. All this dude wants to do is just enjoy what just happened to him. And as a coach, man, I can appreciate that. And sometimes you can't find the words. You can't put a situation into words. And for him to be in front of millions of people after doing something that nobody has ever done and beating a 16 seed, that's what he came up with, man. And I appreciate it. And I think it was an awesome interview. And it's funny because now I should in, ask recent, days, in, in sure. recent days, he took it. He left FTU and took it. This led to a new head coaching job. So I don't know how much Iona. So I don't know how much fishing he's going to be doing. But dude, in that moment, like this guy wasn't prepared for this, and he's just a he's just a dude. And that and that's what I got from that. He's just a dude embracing the moment and living in it. And so, you know, that's he's, cool. He's, he's overcome with emotion, and he says, "Dude, I'm just going to go fishing, man." And I appreciate that. That's cool, I really man. do, that's Drew. Cool. I appreciate everything you just pointed out, and I agree with you. It, that definitely was a big accomplishment. <laughs> but the whole mumble deal <laughs> and the facial expression, I'm sorry. It was funny to me. <laughs> I applaud the guy. Yeah, play that <laughs> damn clip again now knowing the context. Right? Every, every, the every, context everything that he did. talking about the McRib and all I had with my mind was the damn McRib. I was in the lab mode. The guy looks like Steve-O's dad, but like <laughs> – Everything that he did, I, I, hey, hats off to him. But I'm the, the, the like you said, BP. We we're talking about the McRib. I was still in laugh mode. I was. Still, and then this guy know, comes on the screen and starts blah 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 blah, 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 in the middle of my damn clip. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, love I can't even get a hot shot of the week segment out without you guys making fun of me. But we were uh, laughing at you, Drew. I'm done. We were laughing at you, bro. Cut my mic laughing. off. <laughs> Slick man, who's your hot shot of the week? <laughs> uh, I got two. This damn show. <laughs> I got two. Um, one Nick goes Rib. out. <laughs> one goes out. And Shamrock Shake. <laughs> one goes out to my dad, who just um, celebrated a birthday on the 10th. And that goes out to OG for being back in good health. Yeah, you know sir. What I'm Thank you, brother. My, my hot shot goes to both of those guys. Two OGs. Uh, how you. old your how old your pops, man? I believe he just turned sixty six. You're the same way that I am with uh, with my dad's birthday. I'd be like, happy birthday, dad. You know how old I am? Nope. <laughs> well, the <laughs> only reason like, is all I, I know. don't have a clue is because like him and my mom are four years apart. So I kind of mm-hmm. keep up with her age more than his. But so I always know that they're four years apart and his is the 10th and mine is the 6th. So I still don't know the exact number, but I got that. I got an estimate. 
Okay. <laughs> nice. Profit. Hot shot of the week, man. Who you got? Uh, my hot shot this week. Uh, well, this this guy when his when when he was born, his mom looked at his face and looked at his ass and said, "Oh, look, Siamese twins." Man. Um, nah. In all seriousness, though, my hot shot goes out to Swinger this week. Um, I can't say how proud I am of your son. Um, yeah, it just seems like. Uh, with the baby, a new baby coming, the job—it just seems like whatever, whatever you're putting your foot forward to attempt, you're accomplishing in life. And you, me and my, me and your mother couldn't be more proud of you, buddy. Thank you. That's awesome, you. man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, we're definitely proud of you, man. Uh, love seeing all the stuff you do with your, uh, with your uh, bartending. By the way, you posted that picture. Yeah. Uh, what were you? Twenty-two years old. Yeah. Uh, oh was, man, that, that was, was a you know, throwback. That funny, was nice. Funny was story about that picture. You know who took that picture? No, Who's you that? don't. Uh, what was the girl's name from uh, Fitness First? Nah. Yeah, Antia? they came to uh, they, Antia, Antia and uh, Nadine or whatever. They came to visit uh, New York City or whatever, and they came down to the bar that I was bartending at. Holy! They, hell. they took that picture. It's crazy. Damn, that's crazy. That's yeah. awesome, man. Wow. Small world, right? That is a small world. It all comes full circle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So yesterday was uh, World uh, Down Syndrome Awareness Day. Now, when I was in high school, uh, we had a uh, kid by the name of Russ who was our team manager. And it was the first time I was ever – I didn't know what Down Syndrome was at the time. And – you know, talking with him, just getting out there, doing everyday life, just being so happy, just doing what what he was doing. Well, there's a there's a young man that uh, this is kind of crazy, small world social media, right? Uh, that my wife uh, follows this account on TikTok, and it's this young man named Matt who uh, he he works at this restaurant. He just absolutely loves to you know clear tables he loves making coffees he, he just absolutely loves it he's full of life so i'm gonna pull up a, cl a clip here he's talking to his mom uh just getting ready for his, his day at work um and i just really want to recognize this young man because it doesn't matter how uh, bad of a day i have or what whatever's going on i always watch these videos my wife always shows them to me um she ends up talking to uh his mother and they've kind of had a couple conversations back and forth, but he always brightens my day, just his outlook on everything. So I want to bring this up to you guys, and I just want to recognize him. Again, his name's Matt. Uh, he loves to he, – he, he does nine rounds of kickboxing. This, this mm. kid, he's, mm. his nickname's The Beast. So here he is. I'm going my pace, my screen, my pace at you're, work. Yes, you're back at work. And so sun now. And we got a nice day, and uh, maybe I'll have tips, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. It depends on what you, what a good worker you are. Um, I am. All right. Well, I think we should get in there and have you start pouring coffee and drinks. Pour yours right now. Yes, I need my coffee poured by you. Um, you want coffee or keep that? I'm gonna need some real coffee today. <clears throat> okay. All right. Let's go do it. I. That's awesome, man. Wow. And uh, just wanted to recognize that young man. Uh, just brightens up my day and the way that he goes and attacks his just puts a smile on my face. So want to give a shout out. My hot shot of the week is Matt. 
Congratulations, right, Ben. Good job. That's what's up. That's good stuff. He, de he definitely has a, like a po a real positive vibe. He does, like, doesn't he? Like, yeah, absolute positive. He's like, he has him. a lot of energy. Like it's like that's like the coach that I was showing you. <laughs> if you guys he's like never that, gonna get, get over this. Him. He's never gonna play get my over quip it. again as we send off. Here. No, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> send I'm, off. A, I'm a good fisherman too. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not I'm, my, my brothers here, Tucker's back. My sister Sarah, but, 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 two siblings but, 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 I love are here. Oh, my parents are not, as you as you know, I've talked about. My dad, my mom passed away, but I love my two uh, my two siblings. Good night, all. <laughs> It was just it, like the wrong time, man. It was like right, the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys and your McRibs. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week, man. Can't wait. Wrong time. Oh, man. <laughs> Being McRibs. Yeah, I'll give you a McRibs.